Hello, wonderful Teach Happier community, and what a community we are. I'm Suzanne Daly, your delighted host of this Teach Happier podcast for a special reflective episode. This is our 10th episode, you guys, and when I dug into some of our podcast analytics, here's what I know. We've had over 2,500 downloads, and we have members of this community from the United States, Canada, Australia, Germany, Italy, the Netherlands, and South Africa. This little engine certainly can. So being 10 episodes in is both good news and bad news. It's good news because we've been learning so much together. But the bad news could be we really haven't had a chance to think deeply about all of this new learning. So this episode is a chance for us to catch our breath and reflect a bit. As stated in the holiday hello episode, What we're doing is working to make these newly learned skills permanently into the circuitry of our brains. And this helps us live as rational optimists and practice things based in positive psychology rapidly and efficiently. This January, I started using a guided journal titled The Next Right Thing by Emily P. Freeman. She teaches us that the best indicator of life-giving decisions for the future is by paying attention to the choices we've made in the past. She goes on to say, the practice of looking back and paying attention serves as an anchor in a fast moving world. So let's slow down a little bit and think about what we've learned in the past two months. So whatever your style, you might wanna grab a pen and piece of paper, or you might wanna open up your notes app on your phone because what I'm gonna do is quickly summarize each episode and give us a little bit of space to consider what are the small shifts you may have already tried and are making a measurable impact in your life at work or at home, or maybe there's something you listened to and wanted to try but just haven't tried yet because you didn't have the emotional bandwidth to try at the time. So here we go. We're going to recap, we're going to reflect, and we're going to recalibrate a little bit of what we've learned so far in this Teach Happier space. Okay, here we go. I'm going to share the title and a quick summary. Get ready to jot down your thoughts. Act the way you want to feel. Right out of the gate, we learned about the mind shift of acting the way we want to feel. So when feeling tired, frustrated, or impatient, this is a small shift to try and act how we would want to feel, energetically or patiently. Then we move to even if. Guys, this is an episode I keep hearing about. This was the shift from moving from what if to even if. This allows us to understand what we could impact by our actions when our thoughts become heavy and consuming. Here comes another crowd favorite do less better. Here's where we made the parallel to exercise, right? Do less exercises in the proper form rather than pushing yourself to do more in the wrong form. If you do the latter, you'll get hurt. So as fully formed adults, we get to decide what stays on our plate and more importantly, what comes off. This is the episode where I shared how my husband and I decided if something didn't directly add to the peace, wellness, or happiness as individuals or as a family unit, It was okay to come off the plate. It was okay to do less better. 
Now I'm going to combine two episodes. I want to combine Find Your Keys, Find Your Happiness with December is the New August. So we thought about when we lose our keys, we retrace our steps to find them. Sometimes we have to retrace our steps to find what makes us happy. So we jotted down the list of 10 things that really make us happy and wanted to prioritize some time and space to actually do those things. December is the new August really helped us with the logistics of that, capitalizing on those extra time to do the things that contribute to our happiness or wellness. Oh, and then be like Beverly. Oh, what a tough one. But your kind comments are still healing my broken heart. This was the episode where I had the privilege and honor to share a little bit about my favorite teacher, my mom, Beverly. And she's taught me the most important lesson I've ever learned. She's lived her life grounded in abundance and gratitude. So that's all she has left at this point in her journey with Alzheimer's. Her mental capacity continues to weaken more than our hearts can bear, but she still lives each day grounded in abundance and attitude. We were invited to be a little more like Beverly. As we ushered in 2021, we started with what could go right since 2020 was a real dumpster fire. And we found ourselves asking, really? I mean, what else could go wrong? We were encouraged to kick off 2021 with the mindset of what could go right. And especially on those days where the wheels fell off, and you know we've already seen some of those days, that's even more reason to dig down deep and scan for the good by asking what could go right. Next up was using it all up. I love this one that we learned from Glennon Doyle. We want to live each day with all of the things, right? All the love, the patience, the kindness, the humor, the grace. So this shift encourages us that on those days when it's really hard to access all that, we dig down deep and say, have I really used it all up today? Can I muster up a little more creativity, humor, or patience? Because almost always when we ask ourselves that, the answer is yes. And remember, the best news is, every day, we get a whole new batch of all of those things. And then, it was time to just say no. Another crowd favorite. Here we talked about the art of saying no and stopping there. Or, not saying yes to something and then getting all jazzed up with worry of how we were going to get out of that thing. Somehow, just saying no and stopping there, although initially comfortable, can be so freeing. And that brings us to last week, where we talked about winning the day. This is where we're reminded that we don't have to loudly carpe diem or crush it based on someone else's ideas and perceptions, but rather we can quietly decide how we define success as we move throughout our day. Whether that's being sure the family's together for dinner or just feeling prepared for our next day at school. Does it feel a little weird breaking the pattern and not having an official invitation for this week? Okay, here it is and you get to choose. Either revisit one of these small shifts that we've learned and see if it makes a positive impact at work or at home. Or choose one of these practices to share with your students. We have such an opportunity by teaching them the power of being a rational optimist in their formative years. Can you even imagine how great it would have been if we could have learned this stuff in school when we were students? If you do decide to share some of this with your students, we'd love to hear ideas and strategies either on our Teach Happier Facebook page or on Twitter. (music) 
So as we close on this reflective episode, I want to sincerely thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing the episodes with people you love. Thank you for subscribing and reviewing. But most of all, thank you for being a part of this community of dedicated educators. I'm honored and grateful to be a part of such a rationally positive community as we travel to the next spot in our story together, grounded in positive psychology. Guys, we've learned a lot together. So as more episodes are shared, every now and then we'll just take a little break, not to share new content, but rather summarize and reflect on what we're learning. And if you are a little disappointed that you didn't get any brand new content today, good news, my friends, a bonus episode will drop tomorrow called Mind Your Business. I won't end this episode with have a nice day, but rather I'll close this out by saying what they say in Bermuda, keep happy. Keep happier, my teach happier friends. We'll see you next week.